WHBT Sarasota Tampa St. Pete and now on 97.1 WSUN HD2 Holiday Tampa St. Pete. The following hour is sponsored and does not necessarily reflect the opinion of 102.5 The Bone. You smell funny. I'm a real fish nut. I really like fish. Now it's Flats Mafia on 102.5 The Bone. It's like fishing with dynamite. Last Mafia, 1025 The Bone. What's up, man? What's up, dude? He's dialed in. That is, this is Flats Mafia Radio on 1025 The Bone. Guess what? The substitutions are here again. <laughs> <laughs> the backups. The backups to the backups are here again. Uh, Bub a little under the weather, apparently. He did work a full week. Yeah, and Dad's uh, doing it. He's out He's out doing it. Yeah, Dad's out doing what he does. So we're, uh, I am Captain Justin LaFaro, sitting in for Bub. Hossie. I'm Troy White. Mr. T-Dub to the right of me. We do have a show for y'all today, believe it or not. Uh, got some people calling in. We got Tony's going to call in. Tony's calling in. From the FWC. Parker's going to call in. Nice. Uh, from Little Kids Camp. Kid Camp update. Dad will probably call in when he's, uh, you know. In a car. In a car. Not not saving lives. So we're going to uh, we're gonna start basically with what I did yesterday, I think. All right. So had the day off somehow. Had the day off from West Coast Marine. Wanted to put Austin, little boy, my boy, on some fish. Um, and everybody does ask me when they have kids, you know, how do you get kids into fishing? How do you get kids into fishing? Well, I Action. Say, I could tell you how not to get kids into fishing, and that's let them wait on a redfish for three hours. Yeah, no. No, no, they're not going to do any of that. So It's um, hard to get wives to want to go fishing when you're waiting on redfish every here and there yeah so what i was thinking i was you know there's there's a bunch of snapper on the near shore piles up in homosassa and a bunch of uh to be honest with you everything you know porgies you know all kinds of stuff that they can catch everything you can do some work on a bag of frozen shrimp and some jig heads oh i bet and it was uh were I, you steady retying all day long uh not too bad i mean we're talking these fish some of these fish were like eight inches you know nice but um he loved it man not bad table fare after the whole ceviche kick down in Key West, uh, I don't throw snapper back. You throw no? Them. No. No. Well, no. I, I, I'm not either. I picked up on a little something. I can't wait to bring some snapper back to the uh, to the old boat ramp. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Dad and I went out on Friday, yep. and bait was good, and I told him on the way. I went and picked him up. Said I'm a little bit worried because bait was good, which usually means you're going to struggle one place or the other, either bait or fish. Yeah. And bait was solid, so that means the fishing was not. We tried to fish the uh, the afternoon outgoing, and when it flipped, the wind was kind of north northwest, and it was just blowing the water out. You couldn't keep any bait on the bottom. Um, the grass was so bad, it was just covering up your bait. So yeah, that's no fun. We we wound up having to punt, and we went to Old Faithful Number Two, the boat ramp. Yeah, yeah. Well. I've never done, I've never done good at all on an outgoing tide in the, uh, in the middle of the summer. No. I just feel like it's a bunch of hot water, just, and it is. Yeah, just trying to go somewhere, and the fish are like, eh, we'll wait till it comes. I, well, I play. figured after last Sunday. I mean, I, Marlon and I put on a clinic out there in about I saw that thirty minutes, so I I felt like I could walk up and duplicate it, and no, no, no. Well. Um, there is good fishing though in the back. You know, I hear all the the kids camp stories and 
and, and all that. And they're catching fish, and a lot of them are resorting to that middle of the bay if they do have an outgoing tide. The middle of the bay type, uh, you know, fishing structure, trying to just manufacture a bite. Right. Macro fishing, that kind of stuff, so they're not sitting there. Because you can imagine... You could imagine four kids and a captain with nothing to do sitting there waiting on poles. I know uh, Dad talked about it last week, but we were catching bait, and there was two kids' camp boats next to each other. And the kids were trash-talking to each other. So I can just imagine what those captains go through. Well, After two or three days, now now you're owning it, and they are going to wear you out. Yeah, especially if you're not catching anything. Right. I mean, it, it's 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 work enough if they are. You know, you're doing you're doing your normal job. That's what you're there for. Yeah. Leaders, lines, getting fish untangled, that kind of stuff. But if you're just sitting there looking at each other, then your boat becomes the, or your bait becomes the center of focus. Oh, yeah. And that doesn't end well. Nope, not at yeah. all. So They find that weak spot real quick. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So they're doing what they're, uh, they're doing pretty good out in the bay. You just got to pick your tides. If you are fishing Tampa Bay right now, you know, when I was doing it every day, I, I almost, I, I exclusively tried to work around the outgoing tides in the summer. Because they, they just didn't work for me. Um, incoming tides, however you got to schedule it, if you can. And I know everybody works and has stuff to do, but that's definitely where you want to be. Um, so the bay, all in all, and they're getting good bait still. Oh, the bait was glorious. So you went out two days ago, three days ago? Friday. Yeah. Friday. And you smoked the bait? Yeah. Okay. Crushed so, it. In midday. I, uh, we were supposed to go. We were doing the afternoon deal, so we were going to meet at the ramp at 2. I got done and went out about 11, and... Uh, had bright sun, bluebird skies, and threw twice, and my front well was blacked out. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, good bait, too. Phenomenal bait. You see, that's weird, because I keep talking to people, and they're like, yeah, the stuff's getting smaller, and, and it's here, and you got to be here at a certain time, and you you say you just stroked it. Yeah, but I wasn't on the flats. Oh. Oh. Okay. So, marker action. No, 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 no. No? That, that nice little place you and I know about. Oh, Okay. Yeah. All right, so we're going for a little bit deep water bait. Yes. All right. But that has been, it was, it was, it's been consistent there, but it's been consistent in a little bit deeper water, three to four feet as opposed to two, and uh, just on the grass. Okay. Right on the sand holes. Well, nothing wrong with that. Um, also, uh, while I was up in, uh, in Homosassa, scalloping must be getting better, um, or people just have reservations booked and they ain't canceling, because that, that, that place was, a madhouse yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, saw a couple guys I knew, um, and they told me that they're, they're seeing, they're starting to see better numbers in the areas that they usually go to, which is five, six feet out there. Not so much the, you know, the, apparently some guy told me they were thick in like 10, 12 foot of water. Well, it's because less people can go there. Yeah. But I mean, I'd have a hard time scalloping in 10, 12 foot of water. And my ute. That used to be my, my I used to, my ute. Okay. I used to like the uh, I liked the eight to nine foot range because I felt like less boats and less people went out there, yeah. so it was easier picking. And I like too that when you look down, you've got a bigger field of view, yeah. so you can you can kind of look and go, okay, there's one. Let me look for another one before I dive down and get that one, as opposed to in two feet when you can only see a one foot circle and you're just yeah. swimming around. Yeah, I mean, I guess I get that. I mean, that's just a long way to go. Not to mention, you're probably out there, oh, 10 feet of water? You know what? Eight or nine miles out there? You're uh, not not quite that far. I'd say maybe six miles. Six miles? Yeah. You're out there a little a little bit. But they did say that they were starting to move in. The normal areas uh, out by the candy cane pole um, are starting to uh, 
have some better numbers of scallops. I think it's because they're uh, the salinity is what they're telling me is going up. Yeah. Although it poured there yesterday. Um, so we'll see. Uh, but I can tell you what, the amount of people on that river was crazy. And here's a little thing for uh, y'all that are going down there, especially on the Homosassa River. If you're bringing a 30-foot boat, right? Ooh. Hey, whatever. Do what you got to do. But can you not do like 60 miles an hour in the channel? Yeah, yeah. In that's the river? Because there's nowhere for anybody to go. There's you nowhere. You cannot get out of anybody's there's way. There's nowhere for anybody to go, man. I mean. You got to embrace that parade. Uh, my folks have a little skiff uh, up there, a little 20-foot skiff that we use perfect for up there. But when you're in that river, uh, when they're going out at 9, 10 o'clock, forget about it, dude. Yeah. There's there's three-footers of boat wash just going back and forth. It's pretty ridiculous. So if you got a 30, 40-foot boat. And you're trying to get out of the river, just take it easy, man. Yeah. Leave early, leave late. Yeah, Be man. Be courteous. Do a little 25 mile an hour, 30 mile an hour. Nope. How was it down there? Did you go to the uh, the old crump skeleton? Um, so what I saw on that is they're actually planning, from what I heard, and I don't this isn't from the horse's mouth or anything, but they're planning on being open uh in 30 days. I believe it. Uh they're trying to throw it all back together. I guess the only structure that was af- affected was that main structure and one of their uh trucks. That, they, that right. they do the food in. So I hope they get it back up and running pretty quick. That place was pretty uh, it was pretty cool. I'm, I'm sure that they're going to do uh, some setup a little different. Right. I would <laughs> Maybe keep some boundaries. I would think, yeah, I think uh, there's probably some, uh, some, some stuff in there that would not be as easily, um, I don't know, you're a fire guy. Yeah, it's a bad combination. Yeah, they it, said it was a propane. A propane fire, what? Like a propane leak and fire that happen out yeah. of one of those smaller food trucks could be yeah so I, 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 I don't know how it happened i know the whole thing went over real quick yeah and there's not a lot you can do no there's not there's not so um they're trying to salvage what they can salvage and i think they're going in there they had contractors there and to be back open in 30 days would be pretty uh pretty impressive yeah so i'm sure they'll do it it's some the umbrellas on tables instead of a tiki hut and yeah because let I, it ride because i mean after everything um that's the only there's a ton of other areas there that did not get affected so but hey it'll be open soon be another place to go speaking of that i guess we're headed to McCray's, huh? yeah i got us dialed in yeah so i think we got the last five rooms yeah i, I think we did too so we're talking about scallop fest guys this is um our first annual scallop fest right and there's going to be a ton of people uh going to this thing apparently you got to remember um, when someone hits, hits going on your Facebook event now, they're going with one boat, which means there's yeah. it could be five, they, six, they, seven yeah, people that, there. Yeah, that's going to be uh, logistically. It's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out because there there are places to park, but there's not an overwhelming amount of of boat parking up there. Yeah, it's it's going to be. It, look, anytime you have that many people, especially on a Saturday in scallop season. And you're bringing a bunch of people, and you just got to get in where you fit in. The the smart guys won't put in at McRae's. They'll go around to River Haven. Yeah. Because McRae, that, that's kind of different. Off the uh, That's off the norm if you haven't been there before. Basically drive down a road right into the river. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, they, they pop you a little bit over there. But, I mean, um, I, I, Scallop Fest does have an itinerary, apparently, on our, <laughs> on our uh, Facebook page. Um, and we're also doing a, a party, like a pre-party at right. the Boozy Pig. So that's going to be like, hey, come out. If, you, if you're thinking about going to Scallop Fest, come out to the Boozy Pig. And um, I'm not sure those dates. I'll have those dates here shortly. And then come out, and we're going to go over everything. Hey, we're meeting here at this time. Okay. You know, and then we're going here. Then we're meeting here. So everybody's it's not a free-for-all, total free-for-all. 
on Saturday, but I think the plan is to roll in, um, meet up Saturday morning, go run out, do some scalloping. I like it. Do as much scalloping as we can, come back to the springs. I like it. Now think about that. Think about what the springs are going to be like on a normal Saturday yeah. and then add 40 of our boats. To yeah. That. Well, and if the weather's if the weather's nice, that's just, it amplifies it. Yeah. So then we're going to do the spring party. Then we're going back, and then I guess it kicks off at McCray's at 9, 9 p.m. for us. Ooh, that's a long day. Well, yeah, I'm going to need be some Geritol in a nap. Yeah, we'll probably be at McCray's more like probably 8, 7.30, yeah. um, After that, we do the radio show Sunday morning from McCray's. And then two fingers. And then two fingers. See you next year. Recoup a couple days, and we'll do it again next year. Yep. See you next year, Sasa. Yeah, so that's Scalfest uh, dates. For Scallop Fest are... 23, 24, 25 of August. There you go. He's a human calendar. I don't know about that. Are you coming that. to Scallop Fest, uh, uh, Hoppy? What days is it during the week? Uh, it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's right in your... Uh, it's it's during your work week. And then how far is it from here? All the way. Uh, it's home, home assassin. It's about... An hour. An hour. I can maybe come because there was a board up that works from 4 to 7 this morning so I could go to an event last night. So I can maybe come. I'll try to come. You should. You ever been scalloping? You could stand up. Dude, like I've never wherever. been fishing, really. I went on a date fishing six weeks ago, but I have not gone fishing with you guys yet. You went on a date fishing? You didn't hear about this? A date? Like, you took a girl fishing? Uh, she took me fishing. It was oh. a bad date. Wow. So you, you played that role? Dude, it was... Uh, she bait your hook for you, buddy? <laughs> she did everything. It was really embarrassing. Oh. Wow. Okay. Did, you, did you hold the reel the right way? I did everything right. I got a fish, but... Do you ever go on a date and within the first five minutes you just don't have any vibes with the person? Um, now imagine. I being you know fortunately I can tell you no, nah. <laughs> but then again I haven't been on a date since '88 uh, so. Well, just imagine, <laughs> imagine back in the uh, back then the they 80s. you used to use the beepers. Beep beep. What I'm saying is, you all of a sudden are on the water for six hours with somebody. I, I got a buddy who uh, has a business, and he likes to take all his potential customers fishing. And I said, why fishing? You can't get away from me on a boat for six hours. I got your ears, Ooh, and I got okay. your eyes. Here's the type You're of You're locked in. That's a fact. I say true after a thing a person says. So a person will be like, oh, I went out last night and had fun, and I'll just say true. It's just like a crutch word. And every time I would say true, she'd be like, um, that's not the right way to use it. Can you please quit doing that? And I'm like, man, are you a fun person? Yeah, I, I, I don't know about having a girl take me fishing. Not that girls can't fish. They can fish pretty well. Uh, but your whole situation sounds really weird. So I'd like it to just move It was a weird on. date. Yeah. All right. Well, I'd have found a shoreline and an Uber. Yeah, I'm glad I talked to you about Scallop Fest. <laughs> Maybe you need to go to Scallop Fest. I am going to go. Okay. Because there's plenty of, there'll be plenty oh, of people yeah. up there. I, I'm mixing in the freezer one day, too. I may go a day early. Just, just to so, go, because I, I look forward to the freezer. Yeah, you better get there. You better get there on a Thursday. Uh, yeah, I will. I will. Or I'll go Friday. Like I don't know. I'll roll into town about ten o'clock Friday morning. Just maybe go straight there for lunch. Nothing wrong with that. No, just I like to. I like to be able to sit inside and Bang a soak it all up. All right. <laughs> Bang more than a couple shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, this is Flats Mafia Radio. We will be right back. We've got a couple people calling in. Uh, FWC, some kids camp stuff. Stay tuned. Be right back. Listening to Flats Mafia on 102.5 The Bone. 
You're listening to Flats Mafia on 102.5 The Bone. Welcome back to Flats Mafia Radio, brought to you by Southeastern Fishing Tackle. Five the bone. Do you even know what what that is? Yeah, I got this one. This okay, is what's on my, it, what this is this on my, one? Uh, what is this, this one? This is in my iPad, my uh, my Apple. Well, what is it? Speak on it, son. Well, I just I can bob my head to the it's beat. It's literally going to tell that? you. You're going to bob your head to the beat. Yeah, All right, we are it. back. This is Flats Mafia Radio, believe it or not, on 1025 The Bone. We do have a caller right now, don't we? Yes, we do. Right here. Tony, good morning. Morning, guys. And Troy definitely knows that song. I've seen him dance to it. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Thanks for the backup, buddy. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) How's it going this morning, guys? Um, Just wanted to call in and touch on a few things. If uh, I hadn't been listening, so I'm I'm hoping you guys didn't touch on these things yet. But um, I'm sure you talked about scallop season. As everybody knows, it's in full effect. Um, Pasco County, hot topic. Just want to make sure everybody knows that it's uh, open until the 28th. Um, And just some... Basic scalloping rules that you can find on myfwc.com. The uh, bag limit, which this gets a little confusing, it's either two gallons whole per person or one pint of meat or a maximum of 10 gallons per vessel. So it doesn't matter if you have if you have a boat and you've got 10 people on the boat, each person doesn't get two gallons. They have to It's a 10-gallon max per vessel. So that's something that you got to be aware of when you're out there with multiple people and families and all that stuff, and that you're not taking too many of the scallops. Uh, dive down flags, seen a lot already. Uh, boaters need to stay at least 300 feet, which is roughly 100 yards, away from any boats with a diver's down flag or a diver's down flag in the water. Very dangerous. And the swimmers, you need to be very cognizant also of how far you are getting away from the boat. It's very easy to start going along. You see a couple scallops or whatever it is, or lobster if you're down in the Keys or in you know, South Florida, and you start to just kind of swim away. You have to make a reasonable effort to stay within, uh, I think it's 100 yards. I have to look back, but it's really close to the vessel. It is. It is. Um, and, and I've seen people, uh, you know, to be honest with you, Tony, that's how people get, get messed up, man. Yep. I mean, these boats go flying through it a is. pack of 100 boats, and uh, somebody decides to go 300 yards out, and they don't see them, and next thing you know, there's a problem. Well, and especially up like up in Homosassa, when you get that outgoing tide, you're gonna get you're gonna get gas trying to get back to the boat if you get down yeah, current. Absolutely. What else yeah, you got so, for us, Tony? You know, and, and it's happened. It's happened to me. It's happened to all uh, all of us here. We get down and we're swimming around, and next thing you know, you look up and you're like, "Holy cow! I'm, you know, fifty hundred yards away from the boat." You go, "Wow! How did I even get this far?" You just get so dialed in on what you're trying to to, to catch there. Yeah. Um, American red snapper season was a good one. Uh, I'm. You know, I see, I saw a lot of fish, a lot of fish, a lot of good fish. So I think the um, the regulations that are in place right now are working out pretty good. But again, I say this a lot when I'm on your show. I'm not a biologist. I'm a law enforcement officer, just going by what mm-hmm. I personally observe. But I saw a lot of good fish, but the season's closed. I uh, just want to make sure everybody's aware of that. A um, couple other hot topics, shark fishing from the shore. Uh, that went into effect. If you're going to be a shore-based shark fisherman, you have to comply with the shark shore-based shark fishing permit, which is an online class. You can go to myfwc.com and sign up, and you can go to the class. And I believe there's probably some other courses that if you don't want to do it online, you may be able to go 
to a location. Uh, I don't have that on me, but I, all that information is on the website at myfwc.com. Um, and that's all I got, guys. Actually, I got one other thing. One more thing. What? Something that's been on my mind lately. A uh, lot of boats being bought and sold. A lot of boats. If you're out there and you're buying a boat, not from a dealer, I strongly urge you to call our agency to have us do a other-than-homemade vessel inspection. We're seeing a lot of boats, stolen boats, being bought and sold, and we're recovering a lot of them with altered hull identification numbers and manufactured titles from other states and all kinds of different things. If you're not buying a boat from a dealer, do your homework. Um, Call us. We'll come out. Do a other than homemade vessel inspection. Take a look at the whole identification number. Um, do a title history search. Those types of things are really important. Uh, you don't want to find yourself spending, you know, as little as six, seven thousand dollars on a PWC or twenty, thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars on a boat that's stolen, and you're out of you're out of the money if it, it gets recovered as stolen. So yeah, I've seen do that. due diligence. Tony, is there a fee for is there a fee for you guys to do a uh, other than homemade inspection? No, we, we don't. It is no fee. So if you got a call, if you want to call and have an officer come out and take a look at a boat that, you know, maybe you looked at it and the, the whole identification number is a little off or something's not catching your eye right or you just want to be. The deal is too good to be true. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If um, they, yeah. Call us. We'll come out. We'll do it. Other than homemade vessel inspection, an officer will come out and do a thorough search on the boat. Uh, they'll try to do a title history search as far as they can. Um and at least give you some sort of peace of mind before you buy a vessel. But we are recovering a lot of stolen jet skis in the Tampa Bay area and several stolen boats and motors. So it's, it's happening. It's, it's, it's a big business right now. You're buying a boat. You know, maybe it might be a good idea to spend a little bit extra money and go see a dealer. I, I know one you can go to. <laughs> I thought you might. <laughs> the, the dealers are typically going to have um, vessels that are that are going to have clean title histories and yeah, such. So we, we, we can't sell boats. Mention, yeah. yeah, we can't sell boats that aren't proper on the paperwork. But yeah, if somebody comes up to you and says, "Hey, give me fifty grand for this thirty-four contender," um, <clears throat> red flag. You might want to call somebody. Red flag. Yeah, call somebody exactly. And it, it's it's out there, man. I tell you what, it's it's becoming a uh, an epidemic in the Tampa Bay area. All right, well, hey, that's great advice, Tony. Thank you. All right, guys, that's all I got. And um, as always, if you can report voting and wildlife violations at 1-888-404-3922 or go to the website at myfwc.com. Hey, be safe out there. All right, guys, have a good weekend. See you, man. Yeah, so speaking of that, um, we do, you know, we have to do all that stuff when we take in trades, you know, lean searches and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I've seen, I've actually heard of quite a few boats, uh, Guy brings a boat up, it's for sale, looks normal, comes, buys the boat, says, hey, uh, you know, maybe it's a good deal. Hey, you know, I'm going through a whatever the problem might be. I just got to get rid of this boat. I, I want a guy to get this boat and not my wife in the divorce. Something like Those that. Those are always the deals that I Yeah, and then it's all of a sudden now you just spent 30, 40, 50 grand, and guess what? You don't get to keep the boat, and you're out the money. Yeah. So that's, that's something that I would definitely uh, look out for. Um, speaking of boats, um, the 27's coming from Blazer. Right. Okay, okay, that one's coming. We will be in the Tampa Bay Boat Show. Nice. Which is the one at the Convention Center, West Coast Marine. And we will also, I think we're having a demo day 
on the I'm 10th. looking forward to the demo day. The demo day is going to have some really cool stuff there. So we're going to have uh, the 27. Will, I don't think we'll be there that soon. They're still finishing it up. We'll have Jeff's new 2400. Beautiful with boat. With the 350 on it. We will have uh, GTS 675. Um, we're also going to have Ron's new boat there. Which looks beautiful. It it's, looks sexy sitting there. It's a, uh, that one's a Hilltide, uh, I think he calls it a Hilltide 22. Hilltide 22. Mm-hmm. And we do, just so every Bonefish, Sabalo, uh, you want a Malvado from Ron, any of those stuff over at Bonefish Boat Works, we do handle all the uh, orders for that. We can take them in no problem. Um, so if you want to ride one of these new boats that I've never been on before, uh, especially his new Hilltide, come on out August 10th, right at the Hula Bay Docks. So really, you show up, you get a drink, you hop on, you run. Uh, we take you do around you, on the do boat. Do you hop on before or after the drinks? I I hop on after the. Okay. Drinks. Yeah. Okay. So, but there, the you, no drinking and driving a boat. But what I can tell you is, uh, it doesn't matter what you're you're doing. You can have lunch there. Come to the back on Hula Bay. Uh, we're, you can't miss us. We'll have the flags there. There's gonna be six boats in the water. And if you've been thinking about, you know, hey, maybe I don't want a blazer. Maybe I do. Maybe I want to try one of these bonefish boats. It's it's free. It's all right there. You just ha- yeah, hop on and go. Um, I know James is going to be test riding six eighty five. Oh and a, yeah, and a twenty two hill tie. He's got the bug bad. Yeah, so he's going to get something sooner or later. Yeah. I've been hearing this for three years. I, I, I think I've been hearing it maybe a little bit longer, but it's always been ah, uh, it's not right, it's not right. Now I think it's right. Uh, we'll see, we'll see. He de- he definitely needs. Uh, to get Almo was spot in the yard for him. He can leave it out there if he needs to. Yeah, you're you're becoming quite the uh, uh, storage you start somewhere. Got to start somewhere. Yeah. So, anyway, August 10th is going to be a uh, – it's a Saturday. Come on out to Hula Bay Demo Day. Come check out any of the Blazer boats that we're having and the new Bonefish Boat Works uh, Hilltide 22. We'll have that there as well. But uh, moving on from that stuff, um, like I said, I was up in Homosassa catching these little grunts and they call them grass porgies and snapper and all that other stuff. And I noticed a couple big dogs going way past, like – Big boats for right. that area. And apparently, they're still smashing grouper out there um, in about 40 to 50 feet. From so, I've, I've heard that from a couple of people. I've yeah. seen pictures. Yeah, so what I'd like to, I'd like to go do that because I have only done it like once or twice out of the Homosass area. And the visibility up there, it's, it's I mean, you can usually see bottom 30, yeah. 40 feet. So, we've got a set of rocks we go to that's, um, it's really weird. It's kind of south out of Homosassa, so it's more between Bayport and Homosassa, and it's about 16 miles, 17 miles. And they're boulders that you can see out in 20 foot of water, which is just weird to me. Yeah. But um, past that, they're they're crushing them. So I really want, especially October, November, when these groupers start to come in and they catch them on on Yozuri plugs and all this other stuff. I really want to. I'd, I'd like to do a show on that. Brian and I have been up there and we've seen grouper on the flats just because you'll be swimming along the flats, scalloping, and all of a sudden you'll start seeing. You see snapper and other fish that are usually tied to reefs. Yep. If you start doing circles and 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 finding out where they are, you kind of lay out your little pattern. You'll come across a spring, and the, yeah, you, you look down in the spring yeah. and you'll see grouper and all kinds of other reef fish hanging out down in there in four or five feet of water. Yes. So when you're scalloping, you'll see all kinds of stuff like that, including flounder. Uh, if you start seeing those fish, you're going to come up to like a hard sandy bottom somewhere. It'll have a crack in it with a spring. Yep. And that's it's it's wild to me that in what five foot of water, six foot of water, you 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 can see keeper fish that you usually catch in fifty foot of water. Yeah. And that and that's that's what's kind of cool about when that. When it's slicked out, you can see a little bit of a boil. You can just kind of see there's a motion to it that that 
isn't everywhere else, but, you know, anytime after about 10 o'clock, you've got ripples and waves. Yeah, I mean, I've seen Hog Snapper there. Really? Uh, and I lost all my numbers that I sold with my GTS that I just hit pin my first blazer. I'd pin them, pin them. Oh, yeah, I found this one. They're all gone. What you got, Hop? Alex is on hold. Alex? Put Alex through. What's up, Alex? Hey, how's it going, guys? What's going on? No, not too much. I had a question. Uh, it's kind of, I don't know. I've got an older 94 two-stroke uh, Mercury. Yeah. On a 17-and-a-half-foot aqua sport. It's a 135. Uh-huh. I was curious about some of the blended synthetic oils. Like, is it okay to run that in this boat? Blended synthetic oils on a what year is it? It's a 94 Merc uh, Black Max. Uh, when I when I was, had my two-stroke Merc, all I would get is the premium uh, Mercury stuff, premium Quicksilver, uh, the Quicksilver stuff that says that, it, you know, Mercury makes it. I would use that kind of stuff, man. Okay, so but I want to I want to stick with a conventional, not a, a synthetic. I, you know what? That's an answer for my service guy, not for me. Um, but I can tell okay. you, when I was running the, um, I had a 150 EFI, uh, two-stroke saltwater series. I was running uh, the Quicksilver Premium, and that's what they told me to run, and that's what I ran. Oh, that's what I'm gonna run. <laughs> it seems sure. like it seems like going back when I had mine. I remember that once you switched, like once you went synthetic, you had to stay. Yeah, that that's something that I mean. You're talking, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, you're talking. I mean, you're having an issue with it or something, or? Yeah, I ran up. I was getting kind of cheap, and I ran the Pennzoil stuff. Yeah, and it just it was super smoky and. Yeah, I wouldn't do that, dude. I mean, I I would definitely even Quicksilver makes a blend. To be honest with you. Okay, because I know that that's all the boat ever really had was the conventional Quicksilver two-stroke, but yeah, you know, sometimes you you tend to use other stuff at times. Yeah, no, I mean, once or twice probably wouldn't hurt it uh, if you're in a pinch, but if at all possible, I would definitely run because that's what the manufacturer uh, recommends, and that's definitely what I would what I would stay with. Awesome. Well, thank you guys. All right, man. Have a good one. Have a good day. Look at that. A call. We're even. We're we're solved. We're. we're what is that? One twenty an hour? Fixing the world's problems. Yeah, fixing the world's problems there with a two-stroke question. I, I think you should have said, "Hey, come on down, and we'll get you in a four-stroke. You won't have that problem anymore." Well, that's, that's maybe we need to put you on payroll. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, boats are going to cost you the same whether you, they sit in your yard or they sit on the water. That is a they'll cost you more if they sit in your yard. I You're promise you that. Right. All right, guys. So listen, we've got Parker with uh, Florida Fantasy Kids Camp coming up. He's going to call. We've got a couple other callers coming. Stay tuned. Let's get through this next one. Flats Mafia Radio, 1025 The Bone. You're listening to Flats Mafia on 102.5 The Bone. You're listening to Flats Mafia on 102.5 The Bone. Welcome back to Flats Mafia Radio, brought to you by Southeastern Fishing Tackle. We are back. Flats Mafia, 102.5 The Bone. Uh, you just told me you were catching, you and Dad were catching some tarp, and I don't want to yeah, go this whole show without talking about the Silver I, King. I didn't want to, you know, make a big deal about it. I got a call earlier in the week from... Is this oh. another typical Tuesday afternoon for y'all? Yeah, it was it was a it was a Friday for us. Okay, all right. Two for three. Dad got well, sent to timeout. Speak on it. What's up? Well, buddy, might call me. Uh, Brian, say hey, man. I found some tarpon. I said, well, tell me about them. Thirty to fifty pounders. Oh, perfect. perfect size. Slow rollers. Perfect slow rolling. And they were not where anybody and unless 
you lived in this area, and yeah. I, that's about all you're getting me from is from me as an area. Yeah. Unless you live there, you don't know about them. Yeah. So dad, dad and I roll up in there, and there they are. Start slow rolling. Oh, happy. Uh, yeah. They on the boat. We just sounded like kids because ooh oh ooh. <laughs> so he missed the first one. Missed the second one. I seemed to time out. He got right. Yeah. Went, went back, retied, did some things, thought about what he was doing. I got to say, I couldn't catch a cold. There's one rolling, I'd throw over it. Nothing. There, nothing. I couldn't catch a cold, but he's representing. Yeah. So Naturally. Go to timeout. Think about what you're doing. Come back. Come back. And, and he hooked one. He hooked a, like, 40-pounder. That was a perfect. Oh, hey, on a 2,500. It was awesome. Yeah. This fish, it was jumping four or five feet in the air, coming out. It was amazing would you rather do would you rather catch 40 pounders on that type of tackle or would you rather catch what we caught in the keys i've I, i've had a big fish and oh. i'm i i like watching other people catch those fish for the first time yeah they hurt you yeah i, I mean i'm thinking uh i've never caught one as big as that one that he caught but i'm thinking after that i'd be like eh, yeah give me, give me the give me those 30 40 pounders yeah well, now those we've caught a bunch of those in the river especially this time of the year in the in the Hillsborough River, and you'll see them just in the bridges, and they'll eat, they'll eat just about anything. If you have greenbacks, they'll eat it. They'll eat, but those little finger mullet, right? Oh, they it's they Dad, won't pass. Dad's water. been on a finger mullet kick lately. He's wanted to throw finger mullet at everything we're fishing for. The biggest snook I ever caught came on, uh, came on a finger mullet, man. Yeah, in the river, it's that's what they want. They want the bigger bait. We got someone on the phone, bud. Yes, we do. Right here. Who we got on the phone? Parker. What's, Parker, what's up, Parker? What, what's up, Justin? How you guys doing this morning? We're doing well. We're doing well. Wanted to see how Kids Camp was going, and then uh, also maybe mention a little bit about the unfortunate situation on the island. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we did. We did have a little unfortunate situation, but uh, yeah, fishing camp uh, has been going fantastic. Uh, we've been dodging a little bit of weather the last two weeks but uh we've got eight weeks under our belt and three weeks to go so the fishing's been great kids are catching stuff um your boy bubba has been doing a fantastic job i don't tell him that um, i don't tell him that i just need to, <laughs> i need the guy to show up I'm disappointed i can't talk to him this morning yeah well sorry second best <laughs> my bad you well, got third I'll and fourth best here What's up? So you got the third and fourth best here. We're just doing the best we can. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, he's been fishing. Um, he's been fishing a group of kids for the last uh, month straight, and every week he gets a new group, and they all say the same thing. They love him. He's putting them on fish, and I appreciate that. Uh, you'll definitely have fun fishing with Bob. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> what you catch, I don't know, but you'll well, definitely. Oh, he's have got fun. to though, because I mean, if his kids don't catch fish, they're gonna own him. Yeah, that's a fact. Oh, for sure. And then they turn around and tell me the same stuff. So uh, the less uh, I have to deal with, the better. So I, I hear you. All, all, all the guides, all the guides are actually doing a fantastic job, especially dodging some weather uh, and fishing in some really hot conditions. The water temperature where we're at, we we have a fishing camp um, in out of South Tampa at Hula Bay Club, and another one in South St. Pete, downtown St. Petersburg the University of South Florida, St. Petersburg campus, and the water temperatures at both are crazy. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the fishing has not been easy, but they've been getting it done. Yeah, for, yeah. So 
Tell us a little bit about what happened on this island. I just want to get the word out there. Yeah, I appreciate that. I do want to get the word out, too. And we're not looking for, you know, any charity or anything. But if anybody sees any of the gear, um, you know, that I'm going to go over to to shoot me a call or shoot Justin a call. You know what ticks me off uh, about this? They took something that said Florida Fantasy Kids Fishing Camp. You took something from a kids camp, man. Well, I mean, come on. It's crazy. So, anyways, we uh, we do spend one night during the overnight sessions. We spend one night at Shell Key Preserve. So, I pull a permit, and we um, camp one night on the island. And we're doing snook and trout fishing by day and shark fishing by night. Um, and then the guides all pick the boys up the following morning beachside, and then they do their trip and, and head back to campus uh, for the rest of the session. Well, last week, um, we've had some crazy uh, evening thunderstorms, and we decided to pull the plug on that trip because the storm was getting a little bit too close. So we took the boys, and uh, we went back a little bit early, maybe around 10 p.m., and it was raining so hard, the counselors couldn't get back to all the gear on the island, and we set up a, a mini city out there for everybody. Um, and we got back there around 7 a.m. on Thursday, on Friday morning to find all of our gear had been ransacked. So a bunch of Yetis, a um, couple campers left their fishing rods, a uh, bunch of snacks were taken, um, REI tables, some sleeping bags. So it's really weird stuff that was grabbed. But essentially those Yetis um, – and a lot of fishing tackle was the main uh, the main annoyance to the camp. So it was well. It was so they did all this at night. So it sounds like they just took what they could and and got out or of anything yeah, of value. They, they yeah. dumped all the they dumped all the water out of the the yeti. So we just came back to a huge pile of of bottled water that we were picking up. Oh, that sucks. But uh, the the Yetis have stickers all over them. Um, I'm sure, or I assume, that the stickers have been taken off at this point. But uh, it was a white Yeti 75, a white Yeti 45, um, a mint green Yeti bucket, which they replaced with a white painter's bucket. <laughs> oh, what dirt bags. <laughs> oh, man, that's crazy. I mean, I had to laugh at that. Yeah. But uh, – yeah, if anyone has any information, this was last week on Shell Key Preserve. They were there probably in the middle of the night because we were there at daybreak to grab it all. Um, it's boat access only, um, about a five-minute boat ride from the Fort DeSoto boat ramp. All right, well. So I appreciate you guys. Uh, that sucks. We'll get the word, word. out. It's, it's, yeah, it's it's gone like wildfire online on Facebook and stuff. Well, tell but, I uh, Yeah, I'm not. Go ahead. Go ahead. I know you guys have a waiting list uh, from what you told me yesterday already, but if somebody wants to sign their kids up for the best fishing camp in Florida, how do they do it? So they can contact me at 813-244-4682, or they can head to the website, which is fantasyfishingcamp.com, and you can register online for waiting lists. And I have pulled plenty of kids from waiting lists to enter the camps for this summer. Um, and then as far as our future fishing camps, I have a fall and spring calendar that will be published in August and a 2020 summer calendar that will be published in October. And these camps do kind of fill up quickly, and I try to accommodate everybody. 
but uh, obviously the earlier you sign up or contact me, the better. Um, so, yeah, fantasyfishingcamp.com will have all the info that everybody needs. All right, cool, Parker. Well, thanks, thanks for calling in, Thanks, buddy. Justin. I appreciate it. Yeah, dude, I appreciate it. See you later, guys. All right. Have a good See one. You later. There it is. So if you uh, know someone who stole some stuff for some kids. Or if you find an unbelievable deal on a Yeti cooler. Yeah, another $20 Yeti cooler. Too good to be true. Let us know. Uh, other than that, definitely check out if you've got kids and want to get them into fishing, Florida Fantasy Fishing Camp, where it's at. What's up, Hop? We have one guy on the line, Greg, if you want to take him. We have four minutes. So All right, he's going to have quick. to be quick, but we can do it. All right. Real quick, dude. What's, what's up? up, Greg? Hey, can you eat tarpon? And how do you cook it? Uh, sure this isn't Bubba? <laughs> what? No, you can't. No, you cannot eat tarpon. Yeah, as a matter of fact, to harvest a tarpon or even get one in your boat, you have to have a tarpon tag. You have to buy a oh, really? tag. Yes, yeah, you do. Okay, okay. So, and uh, thank you for taking my call. No yeah, problem. Man. Have a great have day. A good one. All right, you guys. All right, Hop. So let me explain something to you. Somebody calls this show ever again and has a question like that, you chuck them. 100% chuck them. I ain't dealing with that no more. Dude, I don't know anything about fishing. Yeah, that's true. That's I true. called hey. in and wanted to know if you wanted to eat a tarpon. Well, if you could. If you could. Yeah, I mean, physically. Dude, I didn't know. Yeah. Physically, you can. I mean, it, it, it's possible. You could eat grass. It's illegal as well. via the law. But. I mean, you can eat grass off the ground if you wanted to. I mean, that's pro- that's probably that's a surprisingly good. Yeah. Yes, you could. <laughs> but definitely. No, no, you cannot eat tarpon. Um, See, I it knew is that illegal. you could eat like salmon in that, so I didn't know. Because we have plenty of salmon Here's around Tampa key. Bay. If we, even more proof that we need to go fishing, because I don't know anything. Uh, we definitely need to get you on the boat. That's <laughs> it's, been a fact. A, it's been a year. I want him on my boat. He'll come back three feet shorter from the T-top. Uh, speaking about boats, and uh, we've been talking about boat shows, some new boats coming out and fishing. We've got a uh, little shout out here to MarineSpecialties.com. Wanted to mention them. They're friends of ours uh, over at uh, Marine Specialties. They have a full line of polling platforms, hard tops, uh, casting platforms, control boxes, towers. They do it all. And they have been in business for 33 years. I believe they're out near Port Ritchie. Um, give them a call. Tell them that Flats Mafia sent you. They'll hook you up. Uh, Marine Specialties, which I've actually used Marine Specialties uh, when we were at another dealership, and they did do some incredible work for us. So They do all kinds of custom stuff, right? All kinds of custom stuff. So your tournament guy like the big platforms in the front, give them a call uh, or go to their website. Uh, looks like their website's uh, marinespecialties.com, uh, and uh, that's where we're at with Marine Specialties. You sandbarring today? Huh? Yeah, I'm going to sandbar. You're going, right? Oh, yeah? yeah I'm bringing a little Halsey out. Hey, wait you see what I made yesterday. Okay. Little tabletop under the umbrella. We oh, talked about it in the keys. On. Oh, yeah. So you did it. Spent all day on the router yesterday. All right. Well, catch up on our Flats Mafia stories. You'll probably see the uh, impromptu table. Oh, yeah. yeah. At the sandbar today. And a couple blazers. A couple. Yeah, you're going to see some blazers out there. Yeah. Um, it should be a good time. Should have good weather until the storms come in. Then I'll be gone. Right on. All right. Well, that's it for this week uh, here at Flats Mafia Radio. want to tell everybody, go to the Scallop Fest page. Hit going. Come out to Homosassa, have a hell of a time with us. And until next week, Flats Mafia Radio, two fingers. <laughs>